Now, let's move on to those U.S. elections. Uh, President Donald Trump has declared an unsupported victory in a speech that he made from the White House earlier. Millions of votes in the 2020 election are yet to be counted, but Trump says that his administration will head to the Supreme Court to stop all voting and ensure the integrity of the poll. So we won by 107,000 votes with 81% of the vote. That's Michigan. So when you take those three states in particular, and you take all of the others, I mean, we have, we have so many, we had such a big night. You just take a look at all of these states that we've won tonight, and then you take a look at the kind of margins that we've won them by, and, and all of a sudden, it's not like we're up 12 votes and we have 60% left. We won states, and all of a sudden, I said, what happened to the election? It's off. And we have all these announcers saying, what happened? And then they said, oh, because you know what happened? They knew they couldn't win. So they said, let's go to court. And did I predict this, Newt? Did I say this? I've been saying this from the day I heard they were going to send out tens of millions of ballots. I said exactly because either they were going to win, or if they didn't win, they'll take us to court. So Florida was a tremendous victory, 377,000. Texas, as we said. Ohio, think of this. Ohio, a tremendous state, a big state. I love Ohio. We won by 8.1%, 461,000. Think of it. Almost 500,000 votes. North Carolina, big victory with North Carolina. And so we won there. We lead by 76,000 votes with almost nothing left. And all of a sudden, everything just stopped. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. So our goal now is to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list. Okay? It's, it's a very sad, it's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. And we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. So I just want to thank you. Meanwhile, Democratic challenger Joe Biden has expressed optimism with the United States presidential election, saying that his team is on the right track to win the poll. And he addressed supporters earlier at his hometown in Wilmington, Delaware, calling for patience as vote counting continues. Your patience is commendable. We knew this was going to go long, but who knew we're going to go into maybe tomorrow morning, maybe even longer. But look. We feel good about where we are. We really do. I'm here to tell you tonight, we believe we're on track to win this election. 
We knew because of the unprecedented early vote and the mail-in vote that it's going to take a while. We're going to have to be patient until we, uh, the hard work of tallying the votes is finished. And it ain't over till every vote is counted, every ballot is counted. But we're feeling good. We're feeling good about where we are. We believe one of the nets has suggested we've already won Arizona, but we're confident about Arizona. That's a turnaround. We also just called it for Minnesota, and we're still in the game in Georgia, although that's not one we expected. And we're feeling real good about Wisconsin and Michigan. And by the way, it's going to take time to count the votes. We're going to win Pennsylvania. Yeah. I'm going to talk to the folks in Philly, Allegheny County, Scranton, and they're really encouraged by the turnout and what they see. Look, you know, we can know the results as early as tomorrow morning, but it may take a little longer, as I've said all along. It's not my place or Donald Trump's place to declare who's won this election. That's the decision of the American people. But I'm optimistic about this outcome. And I want to thank every one of you who came out and voted in this election. And by the way, Chris Coons and the Democrats, congratulations here in Delaware. Hey, John, the Gov, yeah, I, I, the whole team, man. You've done a great job. I'm grateful to the poll workers, to our volunteers, our canvassers, everyone who participated in this democratic process. And I'm grateful to all of my supporters here in Delaware and all across the nation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And folks, you heard me say it before, every time I walk out of my grandpa's house up in Scranton, he'd yell, Joey, keep the faith. And my grandma, when she was alive, yelled, no, Joey, spread it. Keep the faith, guys, we're gonna win this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your patience is great. And that was Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden uh, earlier thanking his supporters in his hometown in Wilmington, Delaware. And uh, to unpack the latest developments with us is uh, uh, Professor John Stremlau, Honorary Professor of International Relations at Bits University, who joins us on the line. Uh, Professor, thanks so much for your time. Uh, welcome to Update at Noon. It's so nice to talk to you again, Sakina. I hope you're well, and uh, thank you for having me. Well, we've been very busy keeping an eye on these elections, uh, uh, Prof. And since we spoke this morning, um, we've now heard from uh, the incumbent Donald Trump as well, and he has already declared a victory. So let's just talk to the statements that have been made by both candidates at this stage and what this actually does for a race that is very close by all accounts. Well, Sakina, there's never been uh, a, a candidate or a president like Donald Trump. And what you heard from Joe Biden was a typical, encouraging, hopeful uh, comment by a candidate while the votes are being counted. Donald Trump's false claims that he won states like Georgia and North Carolina, who haven't finished counting the vote, um, Chris Wallace of, of uh, Fox News, even said, and Fox News has been supportive of Trump, quote, he hasn't won these states. Nobody is saying that he won these states. These states haven't, he hasn't yet won. So basically, Trump is again lying. And I think is being called out. The, the, the news agencies have been working very hard all night, Sakina. And I expect you, you guys would do the same thing here, um, although you've got an independent electoral commission, so you can trust the IEC. There's nothing comparable in the U.S., 
And as a result, Donald Trump is going ahead and declaring himself a victor, as we forecast he would try to do. But that is absolutely subversive of an, of an, of an electoral process with integrity that has been working since 1789, for heaven's sakes, whereby they have to have certified at state level and pass the electoral votes on to the central government and get them finally confirmed by the uh, Congress in, on, June, on uh, January 6th. And, and, and Donald Trump is simply flat out lying. So just to pick up on uh, some of the other things that uh, Donald Trump mentioned there, he, he says they have to stop voting. And, um, you know, we don't want them finding uh, votes, uh, ballots at 4 a.m. What exactly is he talking about? Do we know what he's referring to? Are there people who are still voting? He is, he is trying to whip up uncertainties and play to his base that seems to think America is a highly polarized country. And and it's been very divided for a long time, and it's been exacerbated by the transformation that is occurring in the body politic. It's becoming more diverse. Women are much more active politically. African Americans are much more actively politically. And Donald Trump has been the first, really, in my lifetime, white ethnic nationalist to run for office and, and, and to tend to succeed. And he's stirring up uh, fears that are baseless. And he's done this since he started campaigning in 2015-16, decrying Barack Obama in a racist way that Barack Obama was not born in, in, in the United States, was born in Kenya. So this is not new. But what is terribly depressing is that it still has legs. It's still, you know, energizing at least his base and those Republicans who fear the increasing diversification and pluralization and gender gender equality in the U.S., the, the, the old guard. And they're dying, but they're not dying fast enough in my mind, and I'm an old white, uh, old white male myself. So just to be clear, all voting stations have closed, and nobody is voting, and nobody was voting at the time when Donald Trump made this statement. That's correct, Satila, that what they're doing is they're counting the votes. And that's difficult because because of COVID, you've had 100 million unprecedented, 100 million voters voting early. And in fact, those are mostly Democrats because Donald Trump in his inimitable way said, we, my base must come out on election day. The only thing you can trust is the vote you cast right on election day. Never mind that you're running the risk of getting COVID-19 by going to a, a polling crowded polling station. Um, you don't want to do your mail-in ballots. Never mind that he does his mail-in ballots to Florida, and he did win Florida. But uh, that—that's uh, another story. Uh, and, and and yet he—he he, he seems to um, revel in the fact that he's in fact doing well by the early counting, and they haven't finished the process. And this is not rocket science, Sakina. This is just simply the integrity of the electoral system, which is one of the critical foundations of any viable democracy and he's subverting that and the question that i've been asking all week and you know some people have asked me why do you keep asking this and 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 donald trump came out precisely and made that point again very strongly today the question of whether every vote will actually be counted whether it will actually count towards this election because at this stage, it would seem as though uh, we are going to see these candidates heading to court, Professor Stremler. Yes, that's a problem, and the Democrats have been ready for it. The Legal Resources Center um, in Human Rights 
has uh, retained the volunteers, 42,000 lawyers, to, to meet the challenges that the Republicans may uh, may table in, in all the states. In 2016, they only had 10,000 lawyers working on this. So that the civic society, civil society is energized, Sakina. And it's important to note that despite all of the, 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 the noise, Voters did want to get their votes counted, and they did turn out in unprecedented numbers, and probably a good deal more than voted in in 2016. American elections have increasingly become um, smaller and smaller, and now they're re-energized. And that's probably healthy for democracy in the long term, but in the short term, Sakina, there is just this terrible, terrible conflict going on around primarily Donald Trump. Uh, undermining the electoral process and carrying some of the Republicans with him who are challenging these things in the courts. So it may be some time, and there may be some votes lost, and that's a, that's a risk to democracy because every vote ought to count. So uh, from here on in, uh, uh, Prof, uh, you know, uh, what are we looking out for? Uh, what are the main issues now? Well, the main issues are <laughs> what's the certified re- results in some of the key swing states? Because, uh, you know, Sakina, I've, I've tried to intellectualize this and maybe too much of a professor in me. And when, in fact, the good journalist in the United States had forecast that it would be a fairly close election, and it comes down to Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and um, those, those votes just have to be counted. It will is the case, and Donald Trump knows this, that the later voting, the mail-in ballots, will be predominantly Democratic. And so just it's, it's like we saw, in, in fact, ironically, in 2016, although it was on the other side, Hillary Clinton looked like a shoe-in, and then Donald Trump, they, they kept counting the votes and finding out that Donald Trump had tipped a few of these Midwestern states sufficient to win the Electoral College. The Electoral College ought to be abolished because you ought to have one person, one vote, but that's a whole other subject for now. Uh, we expect in the next two or three days that that the, that the key key swing states, uh, battleground states, will will get fairly well assessed of what their voting is. I don't think this will end up in the Supreme Court. I hope it will not. I hope that we'll know by the weekend what what who's going to be the next president. Thank you so much for your time, Professor John Stremler, Honorary Professor of International Relations at Wits University, helping us um, analyze and unpack what's going on in uh, the United States as uh, the USA decides. And uh, it is such a close contest. I've got uh, CNN in the background and those uh, battleground states. It is so, so closely contested, so really difficult to call it at this stage.